Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy. John Summers will show you everything you need. It's the Simple Hey, what's up? John Sonimus here. Just want to take a moment to tell you about an awesome sponsor we have at Simple Programmer, which is Hire.com. I'm sure you know how frustrating it can be to search for a new job. Pushy recruiters trying to recruit you for jobs you have no interest in, jobs you apply for but you never hear from again, and worst of all, going through a whole interview process only to get a ridiculously lowball offer. Well, Hired.com has solved these problems. Hired flips job searching on its head. It actually puts you in control of the job search by letting you fill out one simple application and then having employers actually apply to hire you. How cool is that? You also get access to your own career coach to help you get your next job. Hired has access to over 4,000 employers with big names like Facebook. Plus, your profile is automatically hidden from current and past employers. Oh, and they pay you to get a job. Anyway, as a Simple Programmer listener, if you use the link Hired.com slash Simple Programmer, you can get double the normal $1,000 hiring bonus and get $2,000 when you find your next job on Hired. Just go to Hired.com slash Simple Programmer to get started. Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast, a short mix of career advice, philosophy, and soft skills from successful author and software developer, John Sonmez. Hey, what's up? John Sonmez from simpleprogrammer.com. So you might have figured it out by now. My my secret's probably out of the bag because I'm wearing the same shirt. And I, I sound the same today. I, I, I am recording like a, a several of these series together. I think this is part four of my plural site story from rags to riches, bitches, <laughs> or whatever I'm called. I don't know what we're calling it. Like how plural site changed my career, part four. When we last left off, I was talking about, well, let's, let me start you out. Number one, you just follow the trail from there if you want to know my Pluralsight story. Uh, how I made a bunch of money on Pluralsight, what, what was going on, what I was thinking about that. This is just one thread in my life of many threads. But when we last left off in part three, I believe what I was talking about was that I was, oh, I quit my job. Yes, okay. So I had basically was, was making a, a pretty good amount of money doing the Pluralsight uh, stuff, right? Uh, I had some money coming in from Silver Programmer. I remember at that time, just, just to give you reference, when I quit my job with and did the Pluralsight, decided to do Pluralsight full-time, there's a lot of decision involved in this, right? It seems pretty basic, pretty obvious that if you're making like $50,000 every three months on a royalty check, you should probably quit your job, right? I have advised people on this before, but at that time, I was paranoid with with not having the security of a job and I was and quitting a really good job for no damn good reason right I mean when you're making like you know pretty high six-figure income and you're making a lot of uh, and you're getting a lot of good benefits you, you just and you're working from home and it's a great job it, it, those kind of things come into play so what was I gonna say here so yes so oh yeah so just to give you a reference on on simple programmer at that point I think I was making a thousand bucks a month on simple programmer on some advertising maybe I, I don't think I had a product 
at that point, or maybe I was just getting ready to launch my first product there. I, I, I pretty, no, actually I did not have a product at that point. And so I was making like a thousand, I was, I was hoping if I can make a thousand bucks a month, that will almost cover my mortgage. And so like, I'll, I'll be okay, <laughs> right? Even with the plus side. And I had some real estate income coming in at that at that point too. So I was like calculating, all right, I'm making like three or $4,000 a month from real estate. I've got a thousand dollars a month on the on simple programmer and then whatever happens with Pluralsight. So what I did was actually planned out a, a bunch of courses. So what I did, I came up with this Trello board and I brainstormed all these courses. I had this big meeting with Fritz and Aaron, you know, and I said, basically, look, if I'm gonna, because they wanted to up their course content. This was another perfect opportunity. They really, they wanted to double the size of their, of their, their course catalog in a year. Okay, and I had, at that point, maybe I had 5% of their course catalog. So I was like, I can help you do this. I, I, I really can help you, right, do this. Because I've, I've created, you know, at one point, I, I definitely had more courses than anyone else at this point. I had created more courses. I think I'd created in the last year, like 10 or, or 12 courses. I, I was averaging like close to a course a month. And I said, okay, I could double that rate. I could do more. I could do 30 courses next year. So I had this meeting with them and I said, okay, I'm thinking about quitting my job. I have concerns about health insurance and all this stuff. And I basically said, like, what can you do? They said that, well, we'll give you an incentive. We'll pay you more. And so, so they basically said, okay, well, you know, and they were, I think they're offering us the most authors at the point, but essentially they're already paying me a commission to build the course plus a royalty. And they said they would double the commission or, or raise the commission rate. So I think I was getting paid somewhere around $8,000 per course I created. Okay. This was the deal. And something around at that point is like a 20% royalty on the course, right? I had the option of getting a 25%. That would have been smart now, hindsight, but you know, I was taking the, the cash instead. Uh, yeah, not, not, not my most brilliant decision, right? I think my royalties, my royalties would be 20% higher, which is a lot of money had I had from the very beginning uh, done that, but maybe I wouldn't have created as many courses as quickly. Regardless, you know, what what's done is done. But I had this meeting with them, I remember, and I had this big Trello board and I was like, okay, look, I've got 30, I, I think I had 40 or 50 possible courses on the Trello board at that time. And I was like, look, if you guys can commit to this, if you can promise me that you're gonna let me do these courses, that you're gonna commission 30 of these courses, I will quit my job. If you pay me that extra rate on the, on the commission, I will make sure I will get 30 courses done for you this year. And they didn't believe me. They're like bullshit. I mean, they didn't say bullshit, but they were basically thinking, no way John's going to do this. No one, no one can do this. How are you going to get 30 courses done? Do you even have those many topics? And I showed them all the topics and they're like, do you know this stuff? I'm like, no, but I figured out how to learn stuff quickly. Again, I'll plug my 10 steps to learn anything quickly course. That's what I was using. I, 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 I figured that out. I mean, I made the course afterwards, but I figured out how to learn even a programming language within like a week or two and be able to teach it and be able to teach it competently and be able to build an application and function. And I know that some of you are like, bullshit. And, and hey, I'm not claiming that I was learning how to be an expert, right? That I could match someone with a huge amount of experience in a lot of these technologies, but I could do pretty damn well. And because I had so much background, I, I could I could teach it better than most people. And, you know, and another piece on this, just to side note this, because some of you are still skeptical, a lot of these technologies just came out. I mean, when Go language came out, right? And I did a course on that, 
I, who, who had experience with that, right? Everyone who was creating any kind of course or tutorial on it, aside from people that worked inside of Google and worked on the language, it was brand new to them. So they had to figure this shit out as well, right? So same thing when Dart came out, right? A bunch of different programming languages that, that I learned, I did courses on them right when they came out, right? When Swift came out, I didn't do that one, but a lot of people did. And so they had to learn this shit quickly and, and do it. So it's, it's definitely possible. And and like I said, check out the ratings. I'm like, I mean, go to Pluralsight, check out my ratings and see for yourself. It's it's not bullshit when there's 2,000 ratings that are like, you know, four and a half or five stars. So there, there, there you go. So. With that said, <laughs> what I ended up doing, they ended up agreeing to it, basically skeptically, and said, well, well, we'll definitely improve the courses if you can do them, but there's no way you're gonna get 30 courses done in a year. And I said, well, well, we'll see. I probably still have that Trello board where, where I had the, the courses. So I, I created a bunch of different courses, and, and here's some of the topics. Here's some of the stuff I did that year. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to find the first ones I did after I quit. Well, I started it that year, so I actually started before I started my job. <laughs> In fact, this is how, how nice I was, oh, man, because I advise you guys the other way. My boss was like, hey, could you, like I gave like, I gave like two weeks notice or maybe like four weeks notice. And he's like, could you stay six weeks instead? So I stayed extra time. I don't know why, like to help them. And I were, I busted my ass for the last six weeks. I just felt like I needed to do a good jo job. I mean, I don't know. I don't know why I did that. I should have just said, no, I, two weeks, that's it. I got stuff I got to do. But you know, it, it was sad. I didn't want to leave that job. I, I had a good team, and but but I had to. It was my decision. I had to go on for my future. This made sense, right? It wasn't. It wasn't just a monetary thing. It was. This was the best thing for my career. Although it, the mon the money had a lot to do with it. <laughs> All right. So what did I do here? Okay. So we're looking at 2013. I did some courses on. Oh yeah. So Go programming language. I remember being one of the first ones because I remember working on this over Christmas break. And this was where I figured out how to learn programming languages quickly, right? Uh, so some of the other ones I did, I did like a struts course that was, that was kind of weird right before then. And, and service, service stack was awesome. I did enjoy doing that. Uh, I did that before I quit my job. But first one, I get sidetracked here. I'm looking at the courses. I'm excited. I remember all of these courses. This is why, because these were, these were like, the, you know, each one of these courses was, it may have only taken me weeks of my life, but it was weeks of my life at like 15, 16 hour days, okay? So uh, my heart was in a lot of these courses, okay? All of these courses, really. I bled, okay? So the Go course, that was my first time learning a programming language as quickly as possible. It took me like two or three weeks, actually, uh, because I, I didn't know how to do it. I didn't have the process down, but I still did it pretty damn fast and got the, the course out. And, and to this day, people still say this is one of the best Go courses that they've ever watch. So I'm not just trying to toot my own horn. It, it's cool. I get a lot of compliments on it. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. That's awesome. That was February 2013. Still valuable. That's cool. And it was the first one that I just learned, you know, go. People didn't know I had only learned go like in two weeks or three, three weeks ago, but no one knew go at that time. So there you go. Then I did like a course on getting started with Jenkins uh, continuous integration, right? So I was brainstorming some of these things. Some of these things I had experience with. Jenkins I did. So I tried to get a mix of stuff I had some experience with and then new stuff. So I was always kind of learning something new 
while I was working on something else. So I had this, and I had a very, very complex process in place for, for creating courses. At this time, remember I had done over 20 courses and I had a system, like I knew how to create the, the slide, kind of a template, kind of a way that I would do everything. I actually hired an editor to help edit my courses so I wasn't doing the editing myself and to package stuff up. I had a real good system in place. I always talk about systems, systems are important. So that's what I did. Okay, that's how I was able to pump these out. I started pumping out courses like one a week, right? At first, and then I slowed it down to one and a half a week. I'm, I'm talking fast because I'm, I'm excited about this, and I don't want to go into part five. Okay, we're gonna go. We're ending this here, part four. This is where it ends. All right. So I did like a Android beginner series. Now this was cool, this was fun. I did this whole series on, on beginning Android that would teach you Java and Android at the same time over four courses and teach you game development, like the basics of that. It was, the basic idea was like, let's say you wanna be an Android developer and, and they didn't promote this right, still people don't know about this. Still, this is, if, this is still a really good course series if you wanna check it out. It starts with Android beginner series, understanding Android. And then that just gives you the basics. But then the idea was that, I think the next course was like uh, learning to build apps with App Inventor. So you're learning Android by itself without having to write code and or learning the basics of coding. And then just enough Java. So the next one you would learn Java programming with Android that you already understood a little bit and, and just enough Java to get you through the points, right? So you, you start to learn that. And then the final one was like putting it together. Uh, and this was my favorite course of all time. Man, I went crazy with this course. I did voices, I did pictures, I did animations, I got a cameo from Fritz uh, d making a voice, like I had scripts, it, I had all kinds of, it was like a game. Like the whole course itself was a game that was telling the story, which was, it was fun. It was it was pretty damn cool. I'm pretty happy with that one, <laughs> all right? So that was that was a fun course. And so that was kind of the series that, that I built uh, on that. And, and I understood the Android stuff right at that point. Then I did like uh, Chrome developer tools, which was was a pretty low hanging fruit. I understood it, but I had to go in depth and really learn the Chrome developer tools. That was fun. Uh, to, it's still value, it's still valuable to me today, uh, having gone gone in depth. Then I was getting fascinated with the Connect, so I learned how to build Connect apps. I did uh, a course on Connect. Uh, I did unit testing with Java. That was an obvious, see some of these you can see, they're like, oh, obvious, like John could do this one, he already knew this stuff. Uh, but a lot of it was stuff I had to just learn. So but I tried to keep it a mix. I did this cool course that was underappreciated on making Java and C Sharp work together using all the different kinds of interop that you could do. That I had to go super deep and technical, learned a lot from that. I did this course on Glimpse, which was which was cool. It was this ASP.NET uh, tool, right, that, that lets you see inside your, your web pages. Uh, and then I did uh, web, building web applications with Dart. So I had to learn Dart, and I learned Dart in like a week. Honestly, I learned it in like a week and started building an app with it. And uh, that's a fairly short course, but I gave the introduction to, to that. Uh, then I did like a cross-platform uh, app, or I did, uh, I did Redis, I did ASP.NET Web Services, I did Hibernate, I did uh, another a service tag Xamarin iOS one that combined that because those courses were getting popular on Pluralsight. An IOC one with MVC4. 
creating a Chrome extension. This was fun. I enjoyed this course, and I uh, that it's so simple to create a Chrome extension. This is a rewarding thing to do, I think. Uh, creating an automated testing framework with Selenium, one of my more popular courses. This was uh, this is that's that this was a tough course to create. I mean, it wasn't tough to create. It was just like. It, there's a lot in there. That, that's a really good course if you, if you are interested in, in automation. Uh, then I learned Meteor.js and did a course on that. I did an iOS 7 development course because it changed so much. Did a leap motion course, got the, that little leap motion device and learned that. And then I had some fun with game development. I did a HTML5 apps for, or I did HTML apps for Firefox OS. Whoops, made the wrong bet on that one. HTML5 game development with Quintus. That was a lot of fun. And the last course I did on December 2nd, 2013, so far, it was beginning Lua, which I learned Lua in a very short amount of time and got that course out the door. So that's, that's I think I've talked about all my courses on Pluralsight. So just to wrap this up, what happened there? Because I don't think I want to do a port five here. What ended up happening then was, it was about a year, okay? And I got 30 something courses done in the year. A couple of courses actually got rejected. So I did these full on courses and I didn't get paid for them and I didn't get them published. And there, there was a lot of political stuff potentially going on at the time. There's a lot of turmoil, the company was growing, right? There's just things going on. So I think, and there's also, I think a little bit of jealousy with some of the authors and some of the authors that were doing the reviews were authors, were, were actual authors. So they had this sort of like review quality control and it was, it was a nightmare because people were sabotaging each other. There's a lot of backstabbing. I think they've cleaned it up now, but it, it was a nightmare, but I just accepted it. I just said, you know what, fuck it, I, <laughs> what can I do? Like I can fight this or I can just move on and do my next course. And I did, and I ended up getting all those courses done. In fact, I finished, I think before the end of the year, I think I finished in at the end of November and I took the last month off. And at that point I, did, I made a decision. And the decision that I made, which I could do a whole video on, but I'll just, I'll summarize it here. If you want me to do a video on it, let me know. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll talk more about it. But essentially, I was making a lot of money from Pluralsight at that point, right? And it was pretty obvious that I should continue making courses and continue making money. But I, I, I hit the point where I could essentially retire. I didn't need to work anymore. And I had enough passive income, I was able to pay down some of my real estate, I had enough passive income from real estate plus the plural site, plus the other stuff I was doing that I didn't really need to work. But I decided that what I wanted to do, like Pluralsight was great, okay? And it gave me a great opportunity and I busted my ass with Pluralsight, but what I decided was that it's their, that's their platform, right? I don't own Pluralsight. Like I'm an author on there, yeah, I was a famous author on there. Yeah, I was super successful on the platform, but it was still not mine, okay? Like, and I didn't have control over my fate. And, and when I got jerked around with some of these courses, I realized that, like it was very clear that even though I was a popular, the, the most popular author on the platform at one point, and the most successful author on the platform, I, I, I was an owner. I, I could still get jerked around, and so I said, I'm going to devote my time to what I do own, simple programmer. I want to build it. I want to build it up from scratch. Uh, you know, that's that's something that I have, I, I care about. And yeah, I might make less money, but in the long run, I think I'll do, I'll do better. And so that's what I did. And you know, I haven't looked back. I haven't created a Pluralsight course since then. I, I love them. I, I highly recommend that you you check them out. But for, for me, I had to do my own thing. That's what's why. And and I couldn't bring you the message that I have today. Maybe I'd make more money, maybe. 
Uh, I think honestly that in the long run, I'll make more money doing this and I'll be more successful doing this because it's mine because I own it, right? But but yeah, that, that's, that's where I ended up. If you have any more questions, maybe I'll do like a Q&A. Maybe I should do like a live stream or something. I know you guys are going to go nuts now when I say that. But if you have any more questions, leave some questions below. You know, upvote the questions that, that you want me to answer the most. And maybe I'll do one more video just for a Q&A for the Pluralsight stuff. I know I covered a lot. I mean, I could have talked about this for hours and hours because there's so much stuff. I mean, just even, even creating one course, there's so much details and so much drama that went into that and so much that was going on in this period of my life and so many decisions that I was making based around Pluralsight and, and the money and, and, and all, this, all this stuff, right, that was, that was coming in. But hopefully that gives you a little bit of a glimpse into what happened and, and my Pluralsight story and yeah, and, and some of the decisions that, that I made. All right, if you like this video, click that subscribe button. Uh, make sure you click the bell so you don't miss any more videos. And like I said, go back, check out the, the rest of the videos. If you want to check out my career playlist, go check that out as well. And I tell my whole career story. I'll probably do some more of these stories. Like, if you like the story format of me telling, uh, to me, it seems a little boring to me. But, hey, uh, if you want me to tell, like, my real estate story and my poker story and any of those kind of threads that I've mentioned, let me know. And, and maybe I'll, I'll do some of those stories in the future in, like, a five-part series or something like that. All right, that's all I got for you today. Take care. Hey, what's up? John here. Just wanted to make sure you aren't missing out. Only about half the content I put out is on this podcast. This podcast is created mostly from the audio from the YouTube videos I put out daily. When you get a chance, head on over to youtube.com forward slash simple programmer and click the subscribe button to get access to two to three new videos every day. Even if you prefer the audio format, make sure you subscribe at youtube.com forward slash simple programmer so you can check out what you might be missing.